Welcome to Simply Walk the Talk. Our bodies and minds adapt to what we do most of the time. If you want to change your body and mind, you must change what it is you do most of the time. This podcast explores all things health, wellness, fitness, lifestyle, and biohacking. Stay tuned as we explore various thoughts, methods, and experiences from a multitude of conversations between our interesting guests and experts through many fields of work. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome back to another fascinating episode of Simply Walk the Talk. I'm your host, Josh Holland. And today I have with me Dr. Scott Bertrand. And Scott is the creator and the inventor of this amazing device that many of you maybe have seen on my Instagram and on my YouTube. It's, it's this pretty cool device that we will obviously explain all the ins and outs about it. But I had lots of people engaging with me via direct message and and emails and text after I posted it because they're like, so we saw the video clip and it looked like, sounded like, and it looked like you were struggling, but at the same time, it didn't look like you were struggling. Like, it just looks like you were sitting in a seat of of this this thing and it's like moving around in circles, kind of like a video game. So what is that? Well, I kept telling everyone just to be patient because I'm going to bring Dr. Scott, the creator and the inventor of this device. Um, He's a doctor of chiropractic and he basically, I'll let him tell his story, but we're going to dive through everything that got him up to the point to where I was in Atlanta or in Georgia, just on the outskirts of Atlanta, strapped into the seat, sweating my balls off (laughs) and uh, just having a wonderful, amazing time engaging my core. So I'll shut up and please help me welcome Dr. Scott Bertrand to the show. Thanks for coming. Good morning, Josh. And thank you so much for having me on and the opportunity to speak to your audience. Uh, I think, like you said, the Alcor 360 is unique and innovative, but kind of hard to understand when you first look at it on the video, I have to admit. So uh, to to roughly kind of help your audience, the way I've tried to explain it is picture yourself sitting in a chair But now let's take that chair and look at the face of a clock. And we're going to take the back of the seat and run it up the hour hand at noon. And the front of the seat's pointing at three. So picture that from the side. There's your seat. There's your clock. What the machine actually does is take that hour hand or the back of the seat and tilt all the way back. So it can ride from, say, 12 to 9. So we go from perpendicular to horizontal. That's the whole range of the challenge. So if you, what's really going on, if you picture tilting back in this chair, like you said, does that seem difficult? No, but now really picture you're tilting back in the chair, but pull the back out of the chair. Oh, now we have a whole different thing entirely. Now what you're really doing is you're being supported at the hip girdle, at the waistline, but the whole upper part of your body is suspended in space. When you suspend your body in space, it requires the contraction of all the muscles of the core. 
And the core is not just these three or four pretty mirror muscles. There are hundreds of muscles that comprise the core. I mean, literally human beings are cores with arms and legs plugged in. So what we're gonna do is hit all those muscles of that tube of the core, and we can do it in 10 minutes. Amazing. Yeah, and it's it's really cool because again, just to reiterate what Dr. Scott just mentioned, it's, you know, think of a, of a chair or stool. So a chair with no backrest and and again, you can you can touch on this and go deeper if you need to. But when you guys first strapped me in, uh, so we you know we had Blake and Jeff there, and um, you know when when you guys strapped me in, at first I was thinking, okay, I remember seeing a video of this thing kind of almost in a in a way going upside down. I I, I hope that this is secure, and I loved how you reassured me that it's secure because you 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 literally have like a seatbelt that kind of goes around your entire pelvic region. And then you've got these cushions and then you're asked to squeeze a ball between your knees. And all of these things were, were great points of support. But then you say, do not allow your back to touch the back rest. So right. t- take me through that because a lot of people ask me, so what are you doing? You're just squeezing a basketball between your knees. Like what's, what is that? <laughs> right. Okay. So let's, let's talk about that. The, the, uh, the core really starts at the pelvic floor. So we sit on the bottom of our core. Those core muscles, those, those pelvic floor muscles are really difficult to engage. And the world has created Kegels and Kegels is an exercise to help with the pelvic floor. But what we have found is by putting a slight pressure on that basketball, if you will, between the legs, we start the, com- the contraction of the core at the very bottom. We, can, we start from the bottom and we drive that contraction and flexion all the way up to the, the skull. So really the core starts at the bottom of the skull mm. and you sit at the other end of it. And those hundred muscles are the muscles that we're going to challenge on in the device. Um, and it does it in an isometric fashion. So for those wondering this, this fancy word isometric, um, it usually is, is coincides with a, a hold, so to speak. Right. So something that you, you maintain a contraction for, for a period of time and this is something that I quickly was like, as soon as you started to move and change the angle of the, of the all core, I thought, okay, now I see what's happening. And another thing you touched on, which I thought was important is before we even got started, um, I know that there's a series of tests that you can take a person through. Now we, for whatever reason, I think it was because of my, my timing issues. We didn't have the time to go through and test that, but I do think that's important for people to kind of understand where they are. So creating a baseline and then the the direction or the trend you can take them by challenging their core, showing them, making them more aware. I speak a lot about awareness and that's within the environment and also the, the within our bodies. This is one thing that I quickly realized there are some asymmetries in my body, you know, and, and this is, I think most people know this. But you really, really feel it when you sit in the chair and it starts to move. But one of the purposes of the all core is to create that, like what you're saying, core balance. So when we started on the program, we realized a lot of us are in balance and we're in balance for multiple reasons. I mean, we're brought into the world right or left handed. Not that that's an imbalance, but how we use those that hand over the course of our lifetime becomes a dominant side and usually a stronger side. All of us have an imbalance from front to back. Our abs aren't near as strong as our low back as much as we 
don't understand that. It's because we bend over half of our life. Our shoulders are in front of our hips a lot. So we engage the lumbar erectors quite a bit in our daily activity. So they're strong, but we very rarely engage our abs. So across the board, Americans and all of us are pretty weak in the abs. So we have the the side-to-side imbalance, and then we have the front-to-back imbalance. Okay, well, the third imbalance that we all have, all of us, is we have a preference for turning clockwise or turning counterclockwise. Uh, We actually found that to kind of unique, but you'll actually feel those imbalances when you ride. So back to your original question, what we do is we bring a, a, a client, a patient into the facility, and we baseline them, and that's the term we use. And we're going to challenge those four quadrants individually in an isometric fashion, and, and not only will that point out to the user how imbalanced they really are, but allows the provider to kind of customize a program to initially balance the core. Most of our injuries are created because of the imbalanced musculature in our core. So we balance your core, and then we can make that core much stronger and much, much higher endurance once we get you to the balance. Now, the amazing thing is most of us have never challenged the core appropriately or correctly. So the gains that we all make in the first month are extraordinary. You know, you, it's very rewarding to see how quickly you improve. Mm. Your body's never been challenged correctly. And when it is, it responds. It loves being challenged appropriately. Yeah, this is part of, of what we discussed. When you, you, when you and I first sat down, we had our quick little initial chat before starting the, 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 the exercise um, or the, the ride, so to speak. Um, you had mentioned how we, as a people, typically we view ab and core work as either planks, which are also like isometrics. And, you know, that's that's fine to a certain degree. But then we also go to the other extreme and we just do a lot of crunching and flex, flexion and and extension, thinking that we're really doing something. And and I, I love that part of the, of the discussion because... I myself as a trainer like to encourage people to add a variety of movements and a variety of methods to be able to, to fully train the core. So I, I also love this term that you're using the core balance. It's a huge feature. And so when, when you take that, you now all of a sudden strip everyone's thinking their normal way of thinking of like, well, wait a minute. So I shouldn't be doing crunches. It's like, well, not that you shouldn't be doing crunches, but there's way more to core work than just crunching, you know, flexion and extension <laughs> in the in the the torso. Um, so right. maybe you could touch on that for right. the for the person out there who's like, well, I sure. I you know I was able to get really good aesthetic abs by doing a bunch of crunches. So what do you say to that, Doctor Scott? <laughs> Right, right, right. Okay, and that, that's a really good point. And I know a lot of us go to the gym for the aesthetic value of the abs. This isn't created for the aesthetic value, but I will say this, it's, it ends up creating a six-pack, which is a lovely side effect, but that's really not the design. The design is to balance and strengthen the core. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you made a really good point. Let's think about this. Like I said before, we have a tube of muscles. Every animal on the planet, including ourselves, has a tube of muscles with arms and legs plugged in, hoofs and flippers, fins and whatever, you know, to locomote, but we're this tube of muscle. And that tube of muscle has 360 degrees of potentiality. There's the big deal that nobody's really paying attention to. This core can bend forward, certainly like in a crunch, but it can also go five degrees farther this way and this way and this way and this way and this way. So it has 360 degrees of potentiality. What in our minds made us think that we could choose one degree, like in a (laughs) crunch, 
or maybe throw a side bend in and think that just doing two degrees of a challenge of a 360 degree muscle would be adequate. Thinking back on that, I'm not even sure where we even got that idea to begin with. I mean, that's that's obviously incorrect. Here's the second thing, and you made a good point of that. We go into the gym and we do crunches and we work on our rear end off doing crunches and sit-ups. And me, I hate to tell you, I've done millions of them. I have. And I wasn't really necessarily happy with the results, but I have done millions of them. But you know, when I left the gym, and I'm talking to all of you now, you never had to do a sit-up in the real world. You don't do sit-ups. There's no athletic event where you hop on the ground and bend in half a hundred times. <laughs> There's not an event like that. So why are we spending F countless hours creating a, a skill set that's never used in real life? The core is used isometrically. And by that, I mean, its design is to maintain a perfect relationship with the weight of your shoulders over your hips. You get injured when you're out of that balance. Mm. So think about sports. Every single sport, the starting position is in this perfectly balanced state. Your arms are slightly flexed. Your knees are slightly flexed. Your spine is perfectly straight up and down. Every time you do any exercise movement, you're in that perfect posture. No matter what exercise you're doing, you're maintaining that perfect posture. It's your core that does that. It's your core that gives you that perfect posture when you do the bench press and the, the long jump. It's the core. And if you don't balance it properly, it sets up a, a problem for damage and injury in the future. And you can see that in low back pains all over the country. It's a, it's a problem. It is. And very well described. Thanks for that input. I, I, I definitely want to kind of backtrack a bit just because it's, you know, from our, our timing constraints and whatnot, I, we obviously, if we need to, we can, we can do another episode because I, I, I love your energy. I love the passion. Um, but well, thank you. I, I want to definitely highlight the fact that you created this. So there was obviously a void or something missing within your, your protocols or your lifestyle, your career, whatever the case may be. And you, you came up with something because I, I, Remember overhearing you talk about how you still have like kind of like the beta model, the first model. I do, know, yeah, right? that's right. So, right. so let's talk about that because yeah. I'm I am very fascinated with the creation process, and I, being a very curious person, when I was when I was younger, I would always pull things apart to see how they operated, to see how they worked. Right, right, right. So this, yeah. I think, it would I would be remiss not to at least bring this up with an inventor on the show. Well, it's you know I was. What happened to me personally, and I think with a lot of people that get involved in healthcare, they have a personal injury or something that happens to them that wakes them up into this space. So when I was 18, I was in the, the service and I had a skydiving injury where I broke my low back. Mm. I was thrust into spinal care at a young age. And I'm just sharing with you, the care they had at that time was brutally uncomfortable, did not feel like it was working at all. Uh, and I quit. I quit doing that therapy. Now, I, I, I broke my low back, but I wasn't paralyzed. So I don't put myself in that place with those, those people that are struggling. But I had some issues. Uh, and so, but I realized what they were doing at the time was inappropriate and wrong. So I quit. Fast forward several years, I dump off the high dive in a swimming pool and I hit somebody in the pool and break my neck. So now I broke, I'm in, I'm, here we go again. I'm thrown into the spinal cord injury therapy with the hopes at least that it had gotten better because it was horrible 10 years ago. They put me back in the spine and it's the exact same thing. And they're doing the exact same things that are wrong. Mm. And I said to myself, you know, I'm just going to wipe the slate clean. You guys are off base here. 
The, the core is not designed to bend in half. In fact, if you look at the research, it says, if you look at what's bad for your low back, well, sit-ups are and crunches are and leg lifts are. But when you go to the therapist for a low back injury, you're going to do sit-ups and crunches and leg lifts. And does that even make sense in your head? No, no, no. It doesn't even make sense. So we've got to realize what the core is designed to do. And here's, here's the biggest thing. It's a statement that I can live by. The core is designed to move efficiently and gracefully through space against gravity. It's the organ of locomotion, and we think it's our legs. It's the core. We can take a perfectly trained core and go hit a golf ball wonderfully. But we can't train a perfect core by hitting golf balls. Mm. We have to start by training a perfect core. Then that core can do anything. And that's what we do here on the Core. Balanced, strong, efficient. And we, like you saw in your ride, I can give you a cardiovascular uh, yeah. exercise while you're on it. I think you doubled your heart rate in 10 minutes. Yeah, it was it was fascinating. And okay, so so back to the to the 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 mind of the person that's like, wow. So you 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 had this issue, you seemed to come up with this idea of like, I need to create something that properly trains the core to get me out of this situation. Uh, but then what? You 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 okay. grabbed a chair. You you strung it up by <laughs> by resistance bands or something. <laughs> no, no, that was that's a good point. And I, I'm just sharing with you because I realized, okay, and, and you said just right. First thing I say, okay, obviously bending in half is not the way to go because there's way too many muscles. So you know we have to hit all the muscles. Um, obviously flexion extension is not how we use it. We need to make it isometric. Uh, obviously this core can move in 360 degrees. We've got to challenge it that way. Obviously, the core is not designed to put 50 pounds on my chest and move around. It's designed to move me around. So this is the weight of the resistance. It needs to be my weight, your weight for you, my weight for me. You know, that's why this is always customizable and perfect. But having said that, taking from there to this machine, that was a tough jump. I'm just saying, I mean, I had all these thoughts, but how to do that? I can't, I'm, I'm knee deep in paperwork in six months trying to figure that out. But I'm, I'm going to be really honest with you. Uh, and it's, and I, I'm, I'm Christian and I believe in God, but this came to me in a dream. It came not just in a part, it came in completion mm. and I got up and, and drew it and I've been building it ever since. I think God gave me this to give to people who desperately need this. When it's done for the spinal cord injury place, the paralyzed, the, the amputees, the cerebral palsy, the scoliosis, these incredible spinal difficulties, it's done so well in that place. But when you see those same people, I have people in wheelchairs with six packs. So when they, the world wants six packs too, and they want performance and they want endurance and they want aesthetics. If you have 30 minutes a week, this can give you all those things. You, you owe it to yourself. You really do. This is how it was meant to be trained. Well said. Well said. Um, and, and I respect that. I think um, there's a lot to say about having a vision and then bringing that vision to fruition, so to speak. And there's, I'm, I'm certain there's a big effort uh, and teamwork that goes into that. So shout out yeah. to all those who do support people with great ideas. Um, you're a prime example of creating something like this. Um, so I, I now think, okay, because Let's go back to how I even first discovered this. I thought I think it's an amazing um, story, and I'll try to make it short. But basically, I my mom she was in a car wreck, a fatal car wreck 
with you know in the fact that her sister, my aunt, uh, died, and oh, you know wow. it was a very traumatic event. Um, my mom obviously had a lot of different like she had some broken ribs, a lot of bruising. And then obviously, obviously the trauma of, of dealing with that was, was very, very great. And so I took it up on myself to fly from London. At the time I was on, on tour with a client, I flew in from London to take care of my mom, to try to just be there for her, uh, right, to right. support in any way that I can. And so I encouraged her to, to do some of the things that I like would, would have her do from a physical therapy perspective, a mental health perspective. And I also encourage her to get a trainer and whatever that meant, either go to the local gym, find somebody, I'll help, I'll help vet that trainer for you specifically. Um, and she ended up stumbling upon uh, an online trainer. And I, I don't recall his name, but um, he's, he's known as, I guess, the guru of abs. And he's a guy, I guess, that's, that's based in the Georgia area somewhere. And he came in and, and tried out this, the, this contraption. And my mom follows everything he does, which is, it's kind of cute and sweet. I'm just happy that she's, <laughs> she found something that she enjoys doing, right? So right. I guess uh, this gentleman posted a video of him doing it. And my mom sent it to me and said, ooh, son. She said, I, I know if this was tough for, for him, for, she calls him coach. I know if this is tough for coach, this is probably going to be tough for you. Um, have you tried anything like this? And, and I looked at it and I was like, no, actually I haven't. And as soon as I saw it, the first thing I thought was, well, he's not doing anything. Second thing I thought <laughs> was, wait a minute. No, this, this does make sense. Like from a, from a core perspective, I, I looked at it with a different eye, obviously, than let's say most people would look at that. And right. I go, wow, like this is pretty cool. Um, I wish I could try it. And so of course, first thing I do is I, I try to find out where this apparatus would be set up. And at the time I was still in New York and then um, I had an opportunity or I saw that it was that you guys are based in, in Georgia, uh, just on the outskirts of Atlanta. And I was thinking, well, I don't know when I'm going to ever be in Atlanta. And lo and behold, there was an opportunity that came up. That's when I reached out to Blake. Um, Blake was, was very helpful and has continued, continued to be helpful. In fact, he's the reason why we, we are doing this podcast now. Yeah. Um, and I finally got a chance to try it. And my mom was like, oh, son, how was it? You know, were you sore? And, and, and I, obviously you see the video that I posted. Like it's, it was a challenge. It definitely was a challenge. My, my heart rate was up. Um, the difference between the video that I saw and what I did was that I was surrounded by this amazing uh, full spectrum sauna. So I know that's an, another addition to what you guys are doing. And, um, and I, I think we have some mutual um, connections in that, in the full spectrum sauna world. Um, but what about, and, and we can obviously discuss like where it's available now and, and where you foresee it to be available in the future, but <clears throat> let's discuss the person that's at home that, that, that says either it's not in my area, I don't have access to it, nor do I have the means to be able to, to get on this contraption. What can I do or what could I do sort of in the, in the, in the interim until I am able to access it or until it becomes more ubiquitous? Well, you know, here's what I found, Josh, and I, I found this kind of interesting. I wouldn't necessarily have known this going into it, but when we do our core evaluations, uh, we can kind of tell what people have the most balanced core. And based on the conversations with those people, we can say, okay, 
those lifestyles, those exercise patterns, those type of activities seem to allow people to, to own a more balanced core. Let's put it that way. So those activities, I'll say planking without question, planks are a, is a good activity. The downside to planking, it is dependent on your upper and lower extremities and their functionality. Um, fortunately, with the all-core, you don't need to be able to use your arms or legs. But if you can use your arms or legs, planks are a good resource. It's something you can do at your house. There is, and, and they work extremely well. But the other thing is, it's a, they're balanced activities. Like, for instance, if, you're, if your sport is golfing, it's a very unbalanced activity, and you're creating an unbalanced core. But if your sport is jogging or horseback riding or swimming or gymnastics, you know, all of a sudden you are starting to develop a little bit more core balance. So those are the activities I would recommend people do running, um, bike riding, things that require balance, but requires it bilaterally, not a unilateral involvement, anything that's bilateral. Uh, and, and, and like I said, in a balanced fashion, hopefully we'll have some all cores near them. We're growing fast. I would also recommend those people that really are interested to reach out into their community because there's a good possibility that a therapist down the street or a chiropractor around the corner would love to add this to their, their clientele or their regime. So they could just reach out to the chiropractor or therapist and say, you need to get one of these because I'm coming. Yes. <laughs> yes. That'll help expand. I think it's a great point. Fair point. Um, and, and for those that are curious, um, you know, we, we have you and I and, and the team, we've talked offline about possibly coming together to do some, do some work together. Um, and I have this, this series because I, I think about timing, right? Like, so the all core ride is, is, is 10 minutes, right? <clears throat> and I, for a long time, like for the past, let's say five years, I developed on YouTube, this, this core series, which goes up to 10 minutes. And it's basically taking a oh, person good. through a 10 minute plank. And I can say Perfect. this, the, the, the all core 360 can be much more difficult, but it also can be much less difficult. And so I think that, that, um, that spectrum there is important. So you can take a person who is, let's say, completely incapable, incapable of doing yeah. a, a two minute plank, but you can get them a really good exercise on the all core. And I think that's right. the difference between taking people through a 10 minute plank process, you know, like it would take approximately 10 weeks to do that. Whereas you yep. jump on the all core and you can, you can get some benefit to your core within 10 minutes, 10 minutes. Yep. So that's a really good point. You yeah. can vary the resistance, allowing that person exactly. that can't go at a plank. For exactly. 10 minutes. You can build up towards that. And our, our criteria is if you can get in a car and get to a facility, we can start you on a program. Your goal could still be like yours going to zero, but you will start you where you need to be. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if you have a bad elbow that day, right. but your 10 minute planking exercises, I would advise people to do those if they can't get to this well and said. then just help us get these into their neighborhood. Well said. So let, let's quickly, cause I know we have about, I don't know, let's say about 10, 15 minutes before we need to wrap up. Um, but let's, let's, let's talk about it like this. I want to create the best visual possible. And so um, feel free to add in or take away where necessary. Um, so a person comes in for the first time, uh, I would assume they do a full evaluation of their, their health history, whatever injuries, um, all that stuff. Right. And then right. they, they meet with someone like yourself or, you know, one of your team, they sit down in this chair 
<laughs> with all these questions in their mind about what's going to happen, right? Um, but then, then what? What? So let's, let's just imagine it's it's a suspended chair contraption, right? We'll call it we'll call it that. And there is a yeah. backrest, so there is a backrest there. But the goal is to get strapped in very securely, and then squeeze the ball between the legs, and then you encourage them not to touch or not to allow their back to settle onto the backrest. So I guess you would be, you, you, you sit up with very tall posture. It'd be like sitting in a, in a regular chair without allowing your back to touch the back of the chair. Correct? Exactly. Right. Exactly. Okay. And then for a first time rider. So when you're sitting upright, that would be considered 90. Is that 90? Right. Yeah. So 90 yeah. degrees is when you first sit in it and you're getting strapped in, then you would maybe take this person, let's say, how quickly do you anticipate a person to be able to get, let's say, either results or, you know, what does the process look like? Do you immediately take them to zero, which is all the way back, you know, facing the ground, or do you kind of titrate them and and, and slowly go up? Yeah, you're, just, you're right. Titration would be how we would do it. But what we said earlier is we do that core evaluation. Mm -hmm. So when you do the baseline core evaluation, that's going to kind of determine the weakest link in their core. Got it. So all of us need to concentrate on that weak link. So the device develops the weak link. It's like if you were um, doing barbell curls and you were right-handed and you did 10, your left arm probably worked harder because you're right-handed. Mm -hmm. Eventually, that arm's going to catch up because it's going through more work. When you're on the all core, that weak side is being put through more of a challenge. The easier sides are just kind of hanging in there until the weak side catches up. But when it catches up, then you can really drive down that uh, the angle that really increases the strength. And that's kind of where we go with it at that point. So, so the, the tilt or the angle is one component. And again, I'm, I'm trying to draw this picture. So I'm playing a little bit. Right, a visual. Dumb, yeah. So we've got the angle in which, let's say, Imagine you were tilted back in a, in a chair without support. Well, I guess the support would be your core, right? So you're tilted yeah. back in this chair, but then that chair starts to rotate, right? And right. the rotation is what starts to really involve the deep intrinsic musculature around the core, uh, around the spine, yeah. but definitely like the obliques. That, that's one thing that I noticed almost immediately was like, oh my goodness, like you, you cannot trick it. You either settle yeah. your back onto the backrest, which you're encouraged not to, or you have to engage your obliques. When, once the, the chair starts to rotate to the side at that backward angle, you can't help but to feel your obliques. And so- right. It does it, yeah. Yeah. So then, you know, let's say we're rotating on that axis, right? You're rotating. Now you start to face, let's say, because you're, you're facing up, uh, slightly upward, chest upward at first, but then as it rotates on the axis, you start to be at a point to where you're facing the ground. And I know this was important because you had explained to me, and I thought it was a part, it was a funny part of the um, the video that I created in which um, I don't know if I posted this part, but um, you had asked me like, "Do you walk around like this?" You know, like you, you had this funny walking motion, <clears throat> and I would kind of <laughs> joked around with you, but you right. you pointed out the fact that our low backs usually are stronger, which is why it's easier to maintain, typically, it's easier to maintain that facing- For most people, right? Right, to when you're facing down, having to try to keep your back up up tall and in good posture, it's a little bit easier. Can you talk about that and why? 
Well, and, and like you just said, and um, I don't, can you see me, John? I see you. I do this? I see you, yes. Okay, so here's how we, most of us walk around like this. And what happens is that really engages our low back. So we, we're working on the tabletops and we're doing our dishes and we're doing things like this all day. So these are being used constantly. But do we ever walk around like that? Right. No, we never engage that. That doesn't happen. So really we sit around and this is just as never engaged. In fact, it's out of tone and just kind of hangs there with a lot of people. So that's the big imbalance we'll catch right away. And when you start developing that isometric abdominal muscle, You'll be shocked at what this feels like. This is a really nice thing to have. Mm. When you develop that kind of core, you won't let that go. And it's 30 minutes a week, Josh. My goodness, people spend more time on the commode scrolling on their phones. 30 minutes a week will make an incredible core and give you some cardiovascular work. It's, it's what we need in this space. The world's all of us have the three easy payments, 1995, app chair, app core, app roller, app seat, app something. Yeah. What that says is we all want that, but they're all under the bed because that doesn't work. So at the end of the day, this works. We have time. The need is there. The goals are there. People just have to find it. They need well to sit said. down in here. <laughs> well said. Well said. So a couple of things before we start to wrap up, because th- these are all great points and and I, I can be one to definitely say it's it's beyond worth it to for people to to find this. And I'll do everything in my power to to have this product become available in most major cities. Um, and if it were up to me, I'd make sure it's it's available in every city, in every town. Um, me too. So, but here's here's the thing. Um, we so we've got this amazing device. Um, you know, you can you can do the 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 ride. You can do it as you know as much as humanly possible. Um, you know, until we can get to a point where it's near you. We talked about doing planks and things like that. But this should just encourage people to do different forms of training and listen to what what Dr. Scott mentioned early on in this episode. In that we should be rethinking the way that we've been taught so to speak. And if it's not working for you, if you're still looking for ways to strengthen your core, that clearly everything you've been doing up, up until this point is not working. So um, what what would you say um, is a goal for your for the for the company and for what you've created? Because I know that there's some things in the horizon. You don't don't feel like you have to talk about it if you're not ready to talk about it yet. But um, what is your goal with this, and 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 how do you see this moving forward in the next five years? Uh, you know, and I appreciate that. And, and you said it pretty early on that there's no reason everybody doesn't have a good, solid, foundational core. Everything we do, from walking to dishes to sports, is dependent upon that. But you know that that's a space that's an important space, and we want to be involved in that. But from a company mission standpoint. It's, it's, it's health effects are so dramatic that we really need to get out into the wellness centers and the, the therapy centers and expand it into the, the part of the population that requires it for good activities of daily living. People that just need to be able to live in, a, in an optimal, maximal way. Mm-hmm. Those are the people I really want. And those are, that's the goal of the company to take care of those people. There's a lot of people out there like yourself, though, that are in that more maximum range of physical fitness, that more extreme range of your athletes, professional athletes, even some really good weekend warriors. There's a whole group of those people that it'll change their lives dramatically. I mean, I have golfers that come in purely because it adds 30 yards to their golf drive. 
I don't play golf, but apparently that's really important to those people. Yeah. So they come in and do that. I mean, so it depends on what your goal is, but our goal, silly maybe, I want to change the planet. Yeah. I want to wrap my arms around the planet because the need is worldwide. And the only reason we haven't done that now is we haven't grown big enough, fast enough, strong enough, quick enough. The people like you and the people that are seeing it now can make this happen. Yeah. And I, I'm almost going to ask you to be almost obliged because what it does in that wheelchair space, we all know people that have had strokes. We all know people that need this care. How could, why would we not get them to one of these? Yeah. What it does for them is amazing. Go to the website. It'll just make you cry. Mm. And so that's the goal. It's, I mean, I want everybody to have a six pack, just like we all do. But what I really want is quality of life. And, and that's really what we're pushing. And this really helps with that. You, you you touched on a very key important point, and I, I think it's worth re- reiterating, and that's the fact that even the the handicapped or physically challenged people in the world are also uh, finding a lot of benefit out of this. And um, there there's a few people within my social media channels that follow what I do, support what I do, and every once in a while they they say. Yeah, Josh, well, you know, it'd be nice for you to post something that like, you know, that we in our community could also use. And I go, stay tuned. <laughs> and so here we are. <laughs> That's right. Here we are. Yep. Right. This is a, 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 right. a contraption in which many people within the wheelchair community come to you and come to the all core team to to utilize. So there you have it. You hear you hear it here first. Um, you know, find find a system demand from the insurance or from your local physical therapist or chiropractor or whomever demand that they get this because this can help enhance your quality of life. Um, Without question. So on this show, whenever we, whenever I have a guest on the show, I always finish with, with a couple questions. And one of those questions is actually quite funny. Um, I can't remember if I even prepped you for this one or not, but it's, it's, it's a, it's a fun one. Basically what are, what are your top two pet peeves? It's something that just gets in my out. world. Yeah, in it, my life? from any yeah any any facet of your your life or career. Well, that's interesting. Um, primary, my my highest pet peeve is people who are late. I find that remarkably rude. I just well I do not like that even a little bit. Um, and disrespect. I mean, I think we owe each other respect. I think when we walk up to somebody. We should respect them before they talk. You know, it's we we've lost respect for each other. Mm. Uh, and I, those to me, those I would top two. I think you got me on those. Very, very well said. And that's and I I can I can definitely vouch for that as well. I think being prompt is just it's simply a matter of of um, honoring each other's times, our own time, but also the time of other people. You know, we we right. should not expect right. um, just because it's our time that you know, everybody, our time is more valuable than anyone else's. So I appreciate right that now. very right. much. So, um, and then the last one that I usually ask is what is something you're most grateful for? And again, it can be from any facet of your life or career. Well, and uh, well, I, I must say children and grandchildren. I mean, that's just, if you don't have either, you want both, um, <laughs> but extremely grateful that, that I had the opportunity to share the all core. I mean, I know that my life, I've been working on this for 30 years. So I'm 67. You know, basically I'm telling you, this has been my entire life. And I'm seeing it helping people. And and you know, there's no better reward than that. This is all I've ever wanted to do. And it's been the most gracious thing I've ever been able to do. 
I appreciate your help. Yeah, that's beautiful. Well, I'm very grateful for you. I'm grateful for the opportunity. Um, clearly, I had a very, very difficult couple of days while I was in, in Atlanta and it was super busy, but I did my best to to be there because I know how important it was just, just from looking at it and just from watching and diving through different videos. And I thought, I'm not going to let an opportunity slip yet again by being near <laughs> you guys without at least trying it. And I'm so happy I did that. And for, me too, me too. for the people listening, um, definitely stay tuned as I start to, I'll roll out more videos online. I'll be doing some, some stuff on YouTube. And as I mentioned throughout the episode, uh, my hope is that we collaborate on some projects together and, um, and just definitely stay tuned. Um, I will put in the show notes, the best ways to find out more about all core 360 and Dr. Scott. Um, but just quickly, if you could mention, you know, what is the website? website at www.allcore360.com. Uh, all one word, allcore360.com. You go to the YouTube channel, we've got dozens and dozens of videos there. Uh, and they're mostly testimonials, but I will share with all the people that are listening, we have scads of really good research. I mean, this is not just something that people are talking about. Some of the best research centers in the world have worked on the Allcore and proven what we're saying here is not just talk or anecdotal. This is research-proven, evidence-driven results. Yeah, It's nothing I'm just saying. It's proven. So don't miss the opportunity to use it if you have the opportunity to do so. Amazing. Well, again, thank you for your time. Thank you for, for thank everything you. that you've done. I look forward to working with you very much uh, in, the, in the near future. And for everyone listening, thank you for supporting the show. Um, go check out Allcore 360. We'll, we'll um, send all of the, the social media tags so that you can follow them there. And until next time, this is Simply Walk the Talk and we will see you soon. Peace. Walk the talk, talking facts Move like me, but I move a little fast Make my move, here to last Fast in these seatbelts, I'm coming past Take care of me, longevity Hack my biology, better believe Walking the talk, so mind and body connected Better come give us a listen Better come give us a minute or two Open the box up, we giving you tools Giving your engine the fuel that it needs Breathing into it, it's autoimmune Make a connection, we're stronger in two Making us one of a kind of a few Work on the mind, but show me your moves If you do what you say, you know what to do Simply walk